0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Latinidad in the Lou. I'm your host Miguel Rincan, and with me today we have Orlando Bolaños, but before we start talking with him, I just want to remind you guys to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We are everywhere and anywhere at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Metropolitan St. Louis. And now going into the episode, like I said, we're talking with Orlando Bolaños. He's the Senior Director of Arts Programming at COCA. And hi, Orlando, how are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad I'm glad you're here. You are our last guest of the year. Our podcast is of 2022, this will be our last episode, so we're happy to have you here.
1: Well, thank you. Muchas gracias. Muy agradecido. Yeah, no. Thank you so much for having me
0: here. Yeah, no worries. No worries at all. So, like I said, just tell us a little bit about who Orlando is for people, you Certainly. know.
1: Certainly. So, to introduce myself, I think professionally, I would say I'm an I I I've, I've had a long career mm-hmm. of over 20 years in in art education. And mm-hmm. so my my work in in, in our education is sort of the thing that has centered me. That started as a as a as a teaching artist, right? Which is somebody that takes their craft in in the arts very seriously, a professional, and and then taking that knowledge into the classroom. In 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 many ways, it's an intersection between uh, formal education and informal education. How can we how can we insert the arts into uh, formal education experiences? Has been something that has been a constant in my career
0: wow yeah Yeah. it's uh, a lot lot of people don't don't do that a lot of people don't like uh, assimilate art with like education or like or like they sometimes I feel like at least back home I'm talking about like my experience in El Salvador a lot of people because we have art schools back home as well but a lot of people say like oh like if you're going to art like nothing's gonna happen to you like you're not you're not gonna accomplish anything which is like far far from the truth and there's places like coca that does like improve people's like education in art and different things so tell us tell us a little bit about coca your place of work
1: certainly so so, you know coca is a marvelous really special place and you know i've been here for about six months here in st louis Mm -hmm. so i'm new to a role that has been newly created Mm -hmm. Um, three senior directors have 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 taken on administrative roles in the organization of the of, of coca and um, and we're in the search for our new CEO and president. So we're in a, a really interesting moment of, of growth for the organization. Mm-hmm. We're also coming out of a of a of a, a, a strong capital campaign that finished in 2020 to renovate and uh, enlarge what Coca is. So okay. some people might have you know might um, have heard of Coca, mm-hmm. but not necessarily be totally aware of where we are right now. Yeah. Which is, with a forty-nine dollar, you know, million-dollar renovation, a new theater, new spaces for um, the practice of the arts, and you know, to kind of segue into like what what does Coca do? You know, th- this this is an organization that takes art education um, seriously, but also in a very loving and fun manner. You know, mm-hmm. right now we're in a we're in a moment in society where people are looking for experiences and those might be entertainment experiences they might be educational experiences i think we're at that intersection yeah so we we offer children youth and adults we offer um, we offer our education as an experience right and we do that for both people that want to do it recreationally they just want to kind of introduce themselves to mm-hmm. the world of of the arts or people or young young people that are really interested in 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 considering a profession in the arts, okay. and we call that our pre-professional program. Okay, and and I think that those are two things that sometimes people don't fully understand that you mm-hmm. can come and do an art uh, experience and learn how to tap dance uh, for fun, or you might be somebody that's aspiring to a career in dance. Yeah, and you might be taking a number of classes, <laughs> and one of them might also be tap. Right? Oh, okay. So so we we offer you know when you when we talk also about art education, I think we have to be specific. So mm-hmm. Coca, COCA centers on, on uh, obviously dance. Dance is our, our largest and strongest and most okay. historical program. And so within uh, the dance community, obviously you know, I mentioned tap, hip hop, ballet, mm-hmm. um, and everything in between. So we're, we have a large and broad range of offerings in, mm-hmm. that, in that area of dance. And um, you know, just really wanting to reinforce that you can do these as experiences because you want, you want to enjoy them. Or because you're really interested in, in exploring a career mm-hmm. in, in dance, and you're looking for that um, as a career opportunity. Um, apart from dance, we also do theater, musical theater. Mm-hmm. Voice is a strong program as well, and okay. then um, and then arts and design. So things like uh, experiences with architecture, with drawing and painting, etc.
0: Nice. That's a that's great. I saw. So I heard that you said they did a renovation of forty nine million dollars it was, I don't know if it was where, where we are, but that was the funnest business of the hours that I've ever been at since, uh, since I was working at the chamber. For those who don't know, a couple of months ago, we did our business of the hours at Coca in the theater. And uh, it was it was great. Like the um, the facilities looked really brand new. They looked really cool. The theater looked amazing. So I, I, I know that Coca is like improving, like like you like you said, and growing. And I'm glad that that more people are like getting to know what Coca is because it's a great place, like you said. Not only not only to be professional, because there, there's people that want to learn about art, but they don't want to take it to a career to the next level or anything like that. They just want to maybe maybe that's their distressor or maybe that's uh, their a uh, gateway to, to to something that's going on. So so it's great that you guys also. Not only focus on like the careers, but also with people that are starting or only want to do it for fun. Right.
1: Well, you know, you mentioned your your experience in El Salvador, right? Like, yeah. You know, the, maybe the way uh, a, a society, a culture, a city, you know, views the arts. You know, one of the things that's really important is to create, um, to 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 create a vision, right? Mm-hmm. To like, you know, I, I, I to borrow from like, um. From like STEM education, we talk up. They they, they use a term pipeline, right? To see yeah. to see where things are going, right? Like, what does doing a a middle school science experiment? How does that connect me to an, a career in engineering, for example, right? And so I think um, in a in a parallel world, a STEAM world, right, where the arts is included in that acronym, is a is a space where we get to see. This and, and I think that this hits really at, at at a cornerstone of what makes Coca so special mm-hmm. is there are many places of quality that that um, in our, in our in our city mm-hmm. and in our society at large that provide art education in in different fields right um, but I think what Coca is doing marvelous, marvelously well is um, exposing somebody that is studying an art process mm-hmm. right like the process of learning a, a, a particular dance form. Mm-hmm but also extending that to product, right? Like putting that on stage. Mm-hmm. So somebody mm-hmm. that participates in COCA not only learns in a studio space that are really quite privileged, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Our, our first experience together when we met on the stage of the Burgess Theater for, yeah. for the Hispanic After Hours yeah. it was just magical. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but going back to the students, right? The students also get to get on that stage yeah. and perform. And there's a whole nother set of learnings that come from being on a stage and um, interacting with technical teams mm-hmm. and thinking about things like lighting yeah. or how things look on the stage, that just that just deepen that experience that you have at yeah. Coca. You know, um, our our students when they graduate high school and have graduated from Coca and their experience with us when they go off to their those that are in pre-professional programs. Mm-hmm. Go off really well prepared, like they have a knowledge of what it means to um, to 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 position their work on the stage in ways that might be comparable to a senior in, in yeah. university.
0: Yeah, so. that's that's great because that that just reminded me one of my one of my closest friends um he works for here comes the mummies is a rock band and he's the the, the lighting director uh-huh. and actually we were we were talking about it recently cuz he just like got promoted to that position so he he was telling me like man it took me it took me forever cuz i didn't know anything about lighting you know i just started working with them like just helping them with the boxes and like move everything and of of course like slowly was slowly um, he got to the position he has today but places like Coca is, would would have been a great place for him because he would have just gotten to that position already knowing already, already, having, already having that experience yeah. yes yes and and places like that are 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 great to be in um, you were talking about integration and like how you how you how you want to integrate like education with the arts and like dances and stuff I saw on your website you have like arts integration like arts learning Professional development workshops. Can you tell us a little bit about what those are?
1: Certainly. I think I think um, you know we have all had moments in our life, whether or not we've been um, you know privileged enough to ta- mm-hmm. to be able to take art, right? Like that's not always something that everybody has had that experience. Yeah. But if we go back to some of those creative experiences from our formal schooling, you know, there was a moment where we made something. In the 70s and 80s, we had uh, we had kilns and people would make ceramics, right? Each child would at least make a couple of ceramic pieces. Mm-hmm. Now maybe they're building something or engineering a, you know, a bridge out of toothpicks. Those kind of experiences that are sort of memorable that form part of our, our upbringing, think, think about that, those experiences as like the core element mm-hmm. and then you can extend it to all of these different locations, right? So like Coco, we have a, a commitment to creating these experiences, both inside the the, the building, mm-hmm. inside the, the the box of the organization, but also outside in the community. Okay. So when we talk about arts integration, when we ca- talk about our programs, Coca Edu or mm-hmm. Coca Biz, mm-hmm. what we're really saying is these these experiences are not um, subject to to being experienced only in our building. Mm-hmm. They have to happen outside. So Coca Edu allows us to. Um, to send our, our teaching artists out into the world, mm-hmm. primarily into schools mm-hmm. um, and create those experiences and dynamics in a school setting. And that's just a way of extending that that experience mm-hmm. beyond our walls and it also gives, um, it also gives sort of, there's a sideline to that which is also gives teachers uh, an opportunity to, to see how the arts can be integrated okay.
0: into their lesson
1: plan, Yeah. Right? So we're extending that not just to the kids but also to
0: To the teaching staff. Yeah, no, that's I I didn't know that. That's uh that's pretty great because obviously also teachers need to be reinventing themselves constantly on how how to get kids engaged, especially nowadays with phones and and iPads and tablets all over. So it's it's great that you guys are like teaching them how to like integrate art, which because there is a lot of people, a lot of kids that are like really creative and love art, but it might not be like pushed on them, so they don't really like. Uh, pursue try it. Try it out. Yeah, yeah or, or like really try it out like really focus on it So it's it's great that you guys are bringing that to to different uh, other places. Not not just at coca
1: right, you know you You, you, know, you, the th- you mentioned like the teacher right like having to renovate the, or renew themselves or like thinking like how am I going to do it differently? This yeah, year? you know, that's really hard when you're in the classroom And and so I just want to like sort of elevate the the role of our teaching artists at coca mm-hmm. you know the teaching artist is a person that um, has professionally trained for their artistic discipline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're dedicated to to providing that to our community, to, to returning to their community to teach. They've seen this sort of very personal transformative experience that the art has given them. Mm-hmm. You know, art, art gives us choice because it gives us the creative vision. Have, have you ever heard of the four C's? I have not. So the four C's is connected to something that has been around for about 20 years which was you know this idea of 21st century skills okay and so 21st century skills really the the i think it's interesting because a lot of these skills we would say that they're necessary regardless of what century you're living in <laughs> but the four c's are our creativity communication collaboration and critical thinking and that, okay. that's an umbrella right like mm-hmm. an um, umbrella mm-hmm. you, you know we could be very specific when we talk about critical thinking or creativity mm-hmm but those those skills those 4 Cs um, are inherent in all in the work that, that artists are doing in and in the creative yeah, process yeah. and so you know when we when we think about a teaching artist out in the world working in a classroom or with or with a, a group of corporate clients you know mm-hmm. like um, you know you're 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 in a company and they're asked to do public speaking well, that's what an actor does on a stage, right? Pretty much, so, yeah, so, yeah. So that translation of skills is really interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting because, you know, when you're in the arts, it's not you don't necessarily always have to feel, I, I don't want to be exclusive and generalized, but generally you're having fun. Yeah, You're engaged in something that's creative that doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're risking at all. Yeah, And so you practice within the arts skills that then transfer into your life.
0: Plus, you're there because you want to be there, you right? You want to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're enjoying yourself, yeah, yeah.
1: You're, You know, you're, let's say you're doing improvisation, mm-hmm. and you're in this experience, and you're having some good laughs, and then you realize, oh, wait a second. Well, I've, I've, I've overcome my stage fright mm-hmm. because now I can, you know, now I'm on the stage doing these other things.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that that's fantastic. I was also seeing that you guys uh, also have like winter and summer and summer camps. Um, how can someone like what are the ages and how can someone like find your camps and register for them?
1: Right. We, 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 have, we have camps, um, uh, you know, really for, for all all ages. Okay. Um, I would say up to like a, 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 a 11 or 12, but there are some other intensive experiences that maybe go beyond the, that age group. Okay. But, you know, our website is really um, quite easy to navigate. Okay. So, COCA, C-O-C-A, S-T-L dot o-r-g okay. and we'll when, put it at the bottom too yeah, for people and, and, to and see and when you're on our homepage it's really easy because you know it says take a class try out a camp you know see yeah. a show right like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. these the, the our, 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 um, our organization you know as I mentioned the process becomes a product mm-hmm. and so you can see these shows um, where our kids are performing um, you know I also want to like add there's some other like special ingredients to this we're bringing in you know our teams are bringing in um, professionals from from really from all over the world, but we're okay. bringing in choreographers to do work with students, right? And mm-hmm. these pre-professional experiences that that really enrich this whole process, right? So they're getting they're getting not only teaching staff and directors and all of the committed um, members of COCA, but they're also we're also bringing in other folks okay. um, to 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 contribute to these creative processes that. Become stage events. Okay. So it's 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 a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. No. It it sounds it sounds like it. So your 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 summer camps can be um. they like like like. G-
1: generally, they're they're one week camps. Okay. Okay. Through Friday. Um, we we also we also split the day into a couple of versions, right? So some people might want a, ho- a whole day version and might sign up for a morning camp and an afternoon camp, mm-hmm. and others might prefer just to have just one afternoon mm-hmm. camp. So there's some versions in there, and there's some flexibility ar- around that. Okay. There's even camps that are designed for kids to have an experience like bringing something to the stage, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and and all of these are, you know, forgive me, I I'm not so f- keen on the word pipeline, but I, I like the idea of a highway, right? Of something that's mm-hmm. a, illuminated, a tunnel. Yeah, right, yeah. You can sort of see, oh, I'm in this moment, but I also have these other steps ahead of me, right? I could. I could try out a summer camp and um, and have an experience that Mm -hmm. gets me on the stage. Um, For example, last summer and of course this upcoming summer, we'll have uh, like circus camps where you get to practice like balancing on things, juggling, and other types Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. circus-related events. And so you can imagine, you do that and then you get hooked, and then you say, oh, I, I like being on the stage. And then that would maybe be a step towards. Getting into one of these other programs where you're, you know, working for a couple yeah. of months to get something on stage.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, that's great. Do you guys also teach music, or, or is that like separate from what you guys do? I,
1: I think um, musical instruments. There 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 might be a couple of opportunities, but really we center on voice. On voice, so okay. By the musical okay. theater. Um, we just celebrated. Uh, we just celebrated our our recital here for the fall. There'll be another one in the spring. Okay. And it's just super exciting to see our. You know our kids evolve with yeah, their voice, yeah. but not only using your voice as an instrument, but also um, all of those necessary experiences of feeling comfortable in your skin yeah. on the stage, right? So yeah. you know, here we're sort of we are on a on a screen. <laughs> yeah, not. we're not. Yeah. Um, but imagine, yeah, you have to you have to be enthusiastic, but then also be enthusiastic. Yeah. With, your, with your body, right? Yeah. To get everybody involved, and so that's a, a a great experience that you see in the voice
0: program. Yeah, no, and and like like you said, you know, it not only benefits people that want to sing or, or want to do theater, but maybe I, maybe me with my podcast, maybe I'd like to take a class and improve my voice and improve my communication skills. Like it's it's not only sometimes people think like people that do theater only want to do theater, but that might not always be the case. Right. Might might just want to take classes to. Like you said, see, that so that way they don't they don't have a like fright stage anymore, or right. or they improve their voice, or so they they learn how to talk in public and and different things like that. So so I encourage all of all the people that are listening and watching us because this is also on Spotify and Apple Podcast uh, to reach out to Coca to to see what they're doing to like give it a try before you're like nah I don't want to do that. You know it's always good to give to give it a try. And everything in anything before you just dismiss it completely and now going like I said earlier uh, you, we did a business of the hours with you guys you guys became a ma- member of the chamber mm-hmm. and uh, have you helped have you felt any 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 um, like help from us or involvement from the Hispanic community Latino community since you joined the chamber
1: well, you know, my, my experience is kind of new. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would say certainly, like, me arriving today and being, being involved in, in, the, in the podcast mm-hmm. series is, is certainly a consequence of that. You know, I think it's, it's probably it's a little too early for me to, like, sort of name somebody. But, yeah. but the, you know, the, the thing that I lived, I think I'd like to share that, mm-hmm. which is I lived a really special experience when we were t- um, together at the After Hours event. And you know, there's there's two qualities about it. I think one was you know this quality of being able to, to business network right mm-hmm. like to to yeah. see who who in the community um, you know is part of the Hispanic Chamber, um, and and you know what people are doing. That was that was very useful and informative, yeah. and I I learned a lot. Um, but there was also you know like a, a personal aspect to it. Like I felt in community. Um, you know, we we. We we had our nuestras charlas, yeah. and our conversations around things that that apply to you know to those of us that are immigrants mm-hmm. and that are, mm-hmm. are first generation Americans, right? Yeah. Like yeah. we come with the with things that we also want to express and mm-hmm. and share with people that have had similar experiences. Yeah. So that was my personal experience, and and through that there was some there was some networking opportunities that took place, and I do know that Coca has has. Has moved forward on some of those those opportunities, and we are um, we are working to to have more Hispanic uh, Hispanic representation in our in, on our board. Um, I'm I'm happy to hear and that. Yeah. I think that that you know I think when that f- is fulfilled, we mm-hmm. will say we will be able to say you know it was it was directly related to, to our relationship into the after hours yeah. events.
0: I'm I'm glad that we could help in anything possible. Um, if somebody wants to like, contact. Coca to become a member or, or they want to donate to you guys, how how can they do that? Where do they need to go?
1: There's there's a very specific tab at the mm-hmm. top of the of the Coca website. Okay. And it's to support Coca. Okay. And there you can see ways in which you can you can you know, there's different ways of, of getting involved. You can volunteer for an event as mm-hmm. well, right? Um, and then of course yes, there are membership opportunities. And and uh, and other ways of sponsoring events at. Mm -hmm. at
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Um, Anything else you'd like to tell our viewers, our listeners today before we wrap it up?
1: Um, You know, I I think I think as a newcomer to St. Louis, I I would want to express a level of gratitude Mm -hmm. um, and um, thanks, particularly to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I think my experience has um, has been very positive. And, and I, I would attribute part, part of that to, um, to meeting all of you. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. I, I'm, I'm appreciative of, of, of these six months and where, where I am as far yeah. as my position at COCA, but also with relation to the,
0: to to the, the community. community. Yeah, no, that's great. We're, we're happy to have you guys as a member. We're always here to help and vice versa, right? But we have reached the end of Latinidad Indolue, This, like I said earlier, this was the last episode of 2022. We'll see you guys again next year in 2023. I am Miguel Rincan, Orlando Bolaños, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank
1: you.